My name is Jason Sircone, and welcome to Pod Theory, a podcast dedicated to the art and business of podcasting. Join me as I bring you podcasting tips, secrets, strategies, and commentary, all designed to help you build your podcast and enhance your brand. No matter where you are with your podcasting initiatives, if you're looking for innovative ways to communicate with your audience and amplify your brand message, there's something valuable waiting for you on Pod Theory. Let's begin. Hello again, fellow podcaster, and welcome back to Pod Theory. I'm your host, Jason Sircone, and today we're going to talk about four negatives of podcasting that you need to hear. Podcasting is great. There's no doubt about that. It's a medium that's taken the world by storm and continues to prove itself as a platform capable of delivering massive results. Personally, I've gone all in on podcasting, and in addition to producing my own podcast that you're listening to at this very moment, I also do podcast mentoring, I do podcast consulting, I help others produce their podcasts, and I help people get booked on podcasts that help their businesses grow. All of these initiatives are designed to help professionals amplify their brand message and grow their audience in an effort to increase sales and awareness around their brand. And that's just me. Clearly, you can take my word for it and know you're hearing the truth. But the most recent numbers obtained from the Infinite Dial 2021 from Edison Research and Triton Digital reveal more of the same. The latest results show podcasting continuing to steadily grow with an audience more diverse than ever. Here are just a few of the statistics they recently reported. Approximately 80 million Americans, which is 28% of the U.S. population 12 years old and up, are now weekly podcast listeners. This represents a 17% increase over the year 2020. This year's Infinite Dial reports the overall monthly podcast listening audience is 57% white, 16% Latino, 13% African American, 4% Asian, and 10% with people listening from other backgrounds. 62% of the United States population 12 years old and up, which is roughly about 176 million people, are now weekly online audio listeners, which is an all-time high in that particular category. Now, there is a plethora of additional information in this release, but instead of me just rattling off stats, I'll share a link to the study in the show notes of this episode so you can check out everything for yourself. So, we've addressed the positives. But one thing that doesn't typically get the spotlight are the negatives. This doesn't just apply to podcasting either. It applies to anything we put online. But I want to take a different look at things today. Just like anything else, podcasting isn't just fresh flowers and cloud-free skies. And my goal with Pod Theory is to help you gain a complete understanding of the art and business of podcasting. Good, bad, and ugly. So in that spirit, here are four negatives of podcasting that you need to hear today. Number one, podcasting is very time-consuming. The full checklist to producing a podcast takes significant time to complete. Brainstorming a topic, thinking of a good guest to help you cover that topic, recruiting and scheduling the guest, doing research, compiling questions, conducting the interview, doing all of your post-production, creating show notes, publishing, marketing, promotion, repurposing the content. There is a lot that goes into it. This is why I constantly preach planning on this show. If you know the format of your show and how much time it takes to produce it, combined with how much time you actually have available to work on your show, 
then the process to produce your podcast will flow much more smoothly. Negative number two, podcasting does not favor the inconsistent. Piggybacking on my first point, if you're not ready for all the work it takes to build and grow your podcast, your episodes will be inconsistent in multiple respects. If you're in a rush to put something together so your show can go out on its regularly scheduled day and time, the quality of that production could suffer and not live up to your normal standards, thus turning listeners off. Additionally, the pressure of hitting that deadline may weigh on you to the point that you ignore your regularly scheduled release day and time altogether, which will also turn off listeners. I've said it before and I'll say it again. If listeners expect your show at a certain point in their week and plan to listen to it during their morning workout or their commute to work and you don't deliver that content, they're going to move on to another podcast. It's that simple. Consistency is critical with podcasting. Negative number three, poor content can kill your podcasting efforts before they even begin. You may be thinking that getting something out there just to get it out there is the way to go, but it's not. If you set the bar low with poor content right out of the gates, it's going to take you even longer to build up the momentum your podcast needs to succeed. And poor content could be anything. Bad audio, background noise, topics not being researched, interviews and conversations not flowing, poor editing, and even worse, a combination of all of those things. Now, there's no question of the nearly 2 million active podcasts out there, as well as the thousands and thousands of inactive podcasts, many of them feature poor content. Is there a learning curve? Sure. But that curve is flattening more and more as the medium grows and more people consume podcasts. Those listeners will have a certain standard of content that they'll be looking for. And if they don't find it in your show, they're going to move on to something else. And finally, negative number four, podcasting mainly appeals to audio consumers. Despite the steady growth of podcasting, some people just don't dig the audio format and don't consume podcasts. That's okay. Not everything has to be for everyone. And that doesn't mean that those people won't turn to podcasts at some point in the near future. But this is definitely a negative that you should be aware of. I mention it because some people believe that millions of people are going to flock to their podcast just because they have one. And that's not the case. It takes time to build an audience that comes back every episode. Once you get that snowball rolling downhill, you will see a tremendous return on all the sweat equity you've invested in building your show. But understand that you still need to appeal to consumers in other spaces. This is why I'm a huge proponent of repurposing your content. Transcribe your shows for blog posts. Use your podcast content for videos. Take clips of your podcast for social media posts. Build an email list where you can communicate with your audience in a number of different ways. All of these efforts will improve your chances of reaching more people and increase the discoverability of your podcast. Just so you know, none of this is meant to scare you away from podcasting. This is to help you understand what's in store when you make the decision to launch a podcast and aim for it to succeed. Do you watch Shark Tank? It's one of my favorite shows. And while I might be in the minority, my favorite shark is Kevin O'Leary. Why? Because he doesn't sugarcoat anything. He tells the entrepreneurs what they need to hear. And those entrepreneurs can leave the tank with their feelings hurt or with some solid insight from a proven investor that could literally change the course of their business forever. 
I feel you should know exactly what's on the table as you launch a podcast. And that will never happen if we don't take time to address the negatives as much as the positives. To conclude, think about this. Whether something is positive or something is negative is truly in the eye of the beholder. What you feel as a negative may be the number one positive in my world, and vice versa. So you may have just listened to these items I ran off today and think, no way, all of those things are awesome. And if you do, that's great. But either way, understand that building a successful podcast has its great days and it has its bad days. Celebrate the great ones and always, always learn something from the bad ones that you can improve upon the next time you press record. And that's going to wrap up today's episode of Pod Theory. Just so you know, I do Pod Theory Q&A on every Friday release of the show, and I'd love to feature your question or questions on an upcoming episode. If you have a question about any aspect of podcasting that you'd like to ask, you can email it to me, jason at jasoncircone.com, send it via Twitter at jasoncircone, or shoot me a text at 412-965-8428. I look forward to answering your questions on a future installment of Pod Theory Q&A. Good talk. I'll see you back here tomorrow. This has been Jason Sircone on Pod Theory. Thank you for listening to today's session of Pod Theory. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share to spread the word and spread the love. Visit jasoncircone.com to connect with me and plug into additional resources that will help you step up your podcasting game. I'll see you back here next time for a new installment of Pod Theory.